I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. You know, you two could drive a man to drink. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Drunk Trek, the Drunk Star Trek podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and with me is Amanda. Hello. And Matt. Live long and prosper, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. I, I, wasn't, oh, I wasn't aware that the introduction was going to be uh, interactable. <laughs> we, we, uh, those of you who are listening out there, we've clearly put a lot of thought into this pilot episode, as will become very <laughs> evident throughout the course of this uh, taping. So welcome uh, to Drunk Trek, and for those of you who are listening to this for your first time, uh, we'll go very quickly through what the concept is here. We're going to be watching episodes of Star Trek uh, from all the different Star Treks uh, uh, in real time while drinking. So um, uh, we, we got, and we've got ourselves some uh, shots and uh, beers. And yeah, so we will be drinking in real time. You can either choose to play the episode along with us while listening to us talk over the episode while you watch it. Or, you know, you can just play it in your car and imagine the episode in your imagination space. That's probably less preferable. Less preferable. But, you know, some people, some people listen to podcasts on the road and, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't interfere with that. So uh, how this will work is we actually will be filming. So in order to get maximum drunkness, we'll be filming four episodes at a time that we'll be releasing throughout the month. So every episode will have a drunk rating from impulse which is you know sort of the uh, our default state we're at now where we have all of our impulse control except you started a little ahead of us so <laughs> we're playing I, I, catch up at I, this I, point sorry i was pre-gaming listening I, we, I was watching the hannibal finale and it involved much drinking and sobbing um, <laughs> so you're you're at full impulse we're at quarter impulse. yeah you're yes. at full impulse you guys are at quarter impulse um uh all the way up to the drunk factor nine which i imagine will be the fourth episode <laughs> uh after the culmination of all this so every month we will have a different theme uh this month our theme is holodeck episodes and the wacky adventures that happen there that's right so we've picked out four different holodeck episodes that we'll be watching. And how we'll be doing it is we'll be doing a shot during the opening credits of every episode. Uh, and then every month we'll be picking out a different theme, a different sort of Star Trek trope uh, to drink to. And Amanda, what is this month's Star Trek trope? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when the, when the safety is off in the holodeck. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so whenever anybody realizes that the safety is off in the holodeck, we'll be doing a second shot in that episode. Uh, but let's, don't you worry, we'll be drinking our various beers throughout. Um, this month we'll be drinking from UglyCoucher.com. It is a, uh, a mixed drink they have called... Uh, Chaotica's Death Ray. Chaotica's Death Ray. And what, I've got, what we've got in here is a bunch of different rums, including Malibu Coconut Rum, uh, Bacardi 151, uh, Bacardi Superior White Rum, uh, Banana Liquor, Pineapple Juice, Cranberry Juice... Uh, all kind of mixed with ice and then poured into a shot glass. So it should be very tasty. And then... Uh, and effective. And effective, <laughs> yes. Uh, the 151 in there is going to make it quite <laughs> quite the kick. <laughs> uh, and um, we'll, I, I will be drinking Krabby's Ginger Beer during this first episode. Uh, in addition to this, Matt, what will you be drinking? Oh, I have an assortment. Uh, the main main item is going to be some delicious Crown Royal Regal Apple. Oh, you're going to be hitting it hard. And Amanda, what about yourself? Uh, I have the Stella Cider. Oh, that looks delicious. It is pretty damn delicious. And just a reminder for those of you out there, uh, if you are drinking with us at home, please drink responsibly. And please be of age. Of, well, yes, wherever you're from, be of age. Uh, I think that satisfies our liability <laughs> uh, requirements there. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, we are about to start the episode. Um, uh, Chris, would you like to say what four episodes we'll be putting in this block? Oh yeah, that would be that would be good for the listeners at home. Uh, our very first episode will be from Star Trek: The Next Generation, season two, episode three. It is Elementary, Dear Data, the Moriarty holodeck episode. I believe this was your pick, Amanda. Yes, it was. And any any particular uh, reason you picked this one? It was the first one that came to mind. To be honest. It's one of my favorites, so I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good, solid episode to start off with. Uh, we will announce our other picks uh, at the start of those <laughs> other episodes, just as a surprise. But we will have something, another one from Next Generation, uh, one involving hats and mustaches. So I do wish that was the one that came to my mind first, because I do prefer <laughs> that one. Um, uh, we'll also have an episode of Deep Space Nine uh, involving a lot of um, uh, sexism and guns and Garrick in a suit. 
Uh, and then we'll have an episode from Voyager, which gives us the name of this particular shot that we're drinking. So uh, I, the reason I didn't just come out with the de- episode names is it's more fun this way. No. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with also, that. Also, I don't think we wrote down what seasons and episodes No, are, we did so not. We'll no. later. That's we, for later. We will be looking it up on Netflix later. Editing. You can't load it all at once anyway. That's right. Uh, oh, and just so you know, we will uh, we obviously uh, will be watching the episodes in real time, so we can't really edit, so we will do our best to be entertaining at all times, but if we fuck up, just pretend that we didn't. <laughs> all right. So uh, we are watching these on Netflix, uh, so you can watch them on Netflix with us. So we will say three, two, one, engage. When we say engage, you can either hit play or you can pause this podcast and start it right back up again when you start the episode. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. Three, two, one, engage. Next time, can we all say engage? Yeah, I think that would be better. Okay, great. Yo, I wonder how many times they've used this opening shot of the Enterprise. It's a classic. It is. Oh my god, his nipples are huge. <laughs> and I really like how they they feel like they really feel the need to give an excuse every time they're like in the holodeck, like, oh, we've got like three days to kill. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Someone's hot for data. <laughs> yeah. Somebody want to walk on roll in this episode. So this is what data d- or Jordy does on duty instead of actually <laughs> being an engineer. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is... So do you... My question is, is like, did somebody actually on the show have to build this? Or do you think they just went to a flea market, saw this, and were like, hey, this gives us a great idea for a script? They were probably like, uh, boat, close enough. <laughs> but you don't know, is initially they had like a little speedboat. A speedboat. <laughs> and they're like, no, we're not going to be able to sell that, guys. <laughs> I will be honest, though, uh, watching Star Trek growing up, this bromance between... Jordy and Data, that was always like my favorite relationship of Next Generation. This this will be a recurring theme. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so I guess if you're not watching the episode with us, the long stretches of silence where we're watching the episode probably won't be so great. Probably not. Dana, have you ever considered smoking? <laughs> well, I, I don't think he can develop lung cancer, so... <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure it, like, mucks up the works a little bit, you know? Yeah. I've, she's never watched, never read any Sherlock Holmes. Oh, opening sequence shot time. All right, yeah. so, uh, guys, shall we boldly go to our first shot? Yep. Cheers. Oh, that's quite tasty. It is good, actually. Mm, You can barely tell. You can barely tell that it's 151 proof. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to come back to bite us at all. Oh, God. (laughs) You know, even, even though Patrick Stewart's narration is essentially just cribbing from the original narration, like... Still, by far, my I think my favorite opening credits. Uh, what about you guys? Favorite opening credits? Oh, definitely these ones. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to decide if I like the the first version or the second version better. I think probably the second version of the TNG opening. I mean, it's automatically leveled up a little bit just with the British accent. <laughs> that is that is true. That is true, and everybody. The entire cast gets like credits at the opening credits on yeah. like, the original series, which was just like the original three. Oh, Will Wheaton. Oh, <laughs> Will Wheaton. Oh, tiny Will. I was watching his uh, Titan's Grave thing the other day on YouTube, and um, somebody made a snarky comment about how uh, pe- 
something janky that they did was like offering a actor a uh, raise by offering to promote his character on a TV show. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yep. Elementary dare data. Oh yeah, I forgot that Dr. Pulaski was never actually like in the full cast. She nope. was just like guest star for the season. Special appearance by. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wonder what they would have done if Jason McFadden never came back. Would Hopefully, they have just like, like kept her, or would they have had like a rotating uh, cast of doctors, kind of like rotating cast of Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, what, if that was the case, it would have been because Gates McFadden cursed the position. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gates McFadden comes back in the seventh season as she who shall not be named. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for somebody who doesn't show any emotion, Data looks pretty excited right now. He's totally mm-hmm. excited. It's too early in the series for him to be this excited. Yeah, I'd, yeah. That's something I always like. I mean, he clearly experiences emotions. That's why uh-huh. it never set well with me that they said he didn't have emotions. Well, wait until we do like the the series premiere where he he has this creepy smile of manic glee. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, be surly in the corner, Jordy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, gu- I'm guessing that uh, LaForge is not like Google searched John Locke fiction. He, he went through <laughs> like a whole lot of effort to make this, and he has no idea what's going on. Yeah, that's that is that's a good point because he wrote this, didn't he? Or yeah, he yeah, this? yeah. You think with all the little trinkets that they just went through, he'd have to know have like encyclopedic knowledge of Sherlock? Yeah. So who has better chemistry, Jordy and Data or Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman? Ooh, that is tough. I'm going to have to drink more and think about this. My question is, why do they know how to handwrite things in the future? You- um, My students don't know how to handwrite things now. By the time this rolls around, it's going to be completely, no. Like, he's A just, lost art. He's just scribbling in that book. He doesn't know what he's yeah. writing. She's like, I've read that I'm supposed to pick up this instrument and bang it against this paper. Yeah. Like, you never see them, like, writing anything. It's always just talking at the computer. Pushing buttons. Pushing pushing buttons, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not writing. Now, you might think that he's just acting poorly, but the truth is, Jordy does not know how to write. You've <laughs> which is, ir- it, which is ironic, because he's reading Rainbow. <laughs> 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 I learned how to read, but never how to write. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure they like the reason they have the holodeck is because they're like it'd be a lot cheaper just to use sets from other TV shows uh-huh. than have to keep building all these <laughs> shitty looking alien worlds. Has had wool taped to his face. <laughs> oh no, I think his he he looks like he's got like Hunger Game facial hair. Like he's got to be in Panem mm-hmm. on the TV show. Yeah. Oh no! But he is a little into it. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell by the fact he doesn't look that distressed. No. <laughs> Costed by gypsies, you say. So do you think this is the first episode where they realize that Prince Spider is just a fucking treasure? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I met him at Wizard World last year. I just wanted him to adopt me. <laughs> just Actually, no. I think probably the Naked Now. Mm. He, he's absolutely brilliant in that episode. Uh, yeah. Very true. Was the Naked Now first season? Yeah. It's like episode three. Mm. Yeah. Where are you going, Jordy? I'm done. Drive, Jordy. Jordy, 
Also, I haven't gotten to shoot smack. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a fair point. See, and Data looks sad. He's got emotions. <laughs> but I didn't read the scene notebook. <laughs> then why are you doing this with an android who memorizes everything? Well, because they're buddies. He's trying to figure out what uh, what his like what he can do with his buddy. <laughs> I mean, he he obviously can't play like darts with Data because <laughs> Data would win. You know, like he can't you know play basketball or hockey with Data. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, some crazy holodeck adventures. That will be good. Uh, sometimes it just feels good to win something, even if you can't lose Dr. Pulaski. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever have you guys ever won something that you couldn't lose but still felt like great about it? Just me? I think it's just you. I can't think of a single example. I've lost things that I really shouldn't have lost and felt <laughs> shitty about it. <laughs> yeah, I know that I feel yeah, you feel extra shitty about that. <laughs> you feel extra <laughs> shitty if you're supposed to win and you lose something. <laughs> like, if Data ripped open that guy's vest and there wasn't photographs in there. He would have just ripped open a guy's vest. Also, one of the things I fucking love about Star Trek is look at look at Dr. Pulaski. Yes. Three fucking command pips. She's a commander. She is, like, the second highest ranking person on that ship. Oh, yeah. Chief, me- Chief medical officer. Yeah, I know. Yep. That's, that's awesome. She She's, like, one of the few people that has the ability to relieve the captain. Yeah. And I bet you she also has the ability to self-destruct the ship. I think she does, actually. That's established that Chief yeah. Medical Officer does. Oh, my God. Why are you acting so hard? <laughs> Prince Spider! <laughs> Tone it back! <sighs> All right. Let's let Dr. Plasky in this. I like to believe she was drinking a hot toddy when they came <laughs> 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 mm, Hot toddy. So what you were saying is all that work Jordy did was unnecessary. <laughs> 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 it was like my fucking last five weeks of my life. <laughs> I, but really, that's all Jordy does is he builds like miniature ships and like holodeck programs. I guess he needs to get laid so bad. <laughs> well, I think there is a holodeck episode where. He gets kind of cozy with a woman scientist who, when he later meets, she turns out to be not only married, but also extraordinarily pissed at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, definitely is something to be pissed about. He was a total creep. So, <laughs> one of the things I really like here is, so there's an episode later in the season where Loxana Troy falls in love with a hologram. We won't get into that now, but even Dr. Pulaski is impressed by the holodeck. I mean, this implies to me that, like, the holodeck is very, so very new. Like, uh-huh. like it's such a new technology that a lot of people even haven't used it yet. So about 50%, no, not 50, but a whole lot of characters fall in love with holodeck characters. <laughs> I think, I think I we're going to do a... Like, we definitely it's have, basically just Tumblr and thousands of years. We, we, we definitely, <laughs> we'll definitely have to do some episodes where we watch people fall in love with holograms. That's that's for sure. Maybe there we can even find an episode where somebody falls in love with the doctor from Voyager. <laughs> hey. <laughs> for those of you at home, Matt. Uh, our, our, our Matt here is a ginger. so And very damn proud. Well, you should, as well, you should be. Well, you have your own league. What's not to be proud? <laughs> oh, no, a snake. Oh, 
I've always kind of liked the there Pulaski has a very like like sort of almost animosity towards data. And I've always that's one of the things I always <laughs> really liked about Dr. Pulaski. And I think I think a lot of people didn't like that about her, but no, definitely when I was a kid, it rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, listen, Data's fun and funny, and you're just a bitch. <laughs> I've always loved Pulaski. I think she's I've awesome. warmed to her as I've gotten older. So, okay, let's go. Okay, so while we're talking about everyone's favorite doctors, who is your favorite doctor, Amanda? Uh, Crusher is my favorite doctor. Crusher is your favorite, Matt? Oh, definitely Catherine Pulaski. Catherine Pulaski is your favorite? Uh, mine, mine's always been uh, uh, the doctor from Voyager. I, I, Doctor Zimmerman. I, Z- I, 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 I call him Doctor Zimmerman. Did he ever actually get a name? That's the name of the guy who uh, created Joe. him. That I think he he adopted. He, he, he takes the name Joe, but we never get a last name. Yeah, pretty sure it's Joe. I remember in Voyager, it's something really, really mundane, and then they're like, "It took you." I think at that point. It's the beginning of the episode, so it's been like 25 years to come up with Joe. Yeah. Of course it did. Well, I, mean, I remember like I remember when the show came out, like in all the magazines, they said, oh, his name's Dr. Zimmerman, or it will be. And and then like he never picked it. And then uh, like uh, he was going to be called, like, didn't he want to be called Dr. Schweitzer in one episode after the real life doctor? Like Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. But anyway, I always just, I always kind of liked Robert Picardo's, <laughs> he just sort of had like a, whimsy a whimsy and just sort of like a, a charm a, a charm, charm i mean and um just sort of like an edge to him he's always kind of just pissed off to be always like the doctors like if i was going to pick one set of characters from across star trek that i like the group of the most definitely the doctors yeah that's a that's actually a pretty it's actually not a bad um not a bad choice i'm sorry to try to think of um other like i mean you know other roles in the ship that would yeah. be better than that and i can't really think of one like you... i mean but here's a weak link in that but no I, I i will confess as big of a star trek fan as i am I've, i haven't seen most of enterprise i haven't either so i'm not sure what the doctor on that show is like can't tell you i never watched enterprise oh mm. now the characters haven't figured out yet that the holodeck's broken, so I don't think we drink a shot yet. No, no. But no, it's just no, broken no one's in general, that... or if you can get murdered by the holodeck. I think it's one of the characters has to realize you get murdered by the, you can get murdered by the holodeck. Yeah, it, okay. it definitely has to be safety off situation. I think it's really weird that the computer makes the holograms, and yet it doesn't realize it's talking to itself. Yeah. Also, I just want to know why. Who who made the holodeck and was like, made it so easy for things like this shit to happen? <laughs> like, it happens so fast. Yeah, you think that <laughs> sentience in a program would be something that doesn't accidentally happen. So, that brings up my subsequent question. Do you guys think the computer on the Enterprise? Is actively trying to kill the crew. <laughs> Do you think it's a very possible? Like a sentience, it's an artificial intelligence, and it's just really fed up. It's me. like a god of Star Trek, it's and then every once in a while it gets bored, and it's like, well, how can I fuck shit up now? <laughs> he said footballs for a second, and I'm like, uh... Footsteps? <laughs> uh, I gotta admit, I've always really enjoyed this part of the episode. Just, uh, But I like how, like... Okay, so the Doctor's been kidnapped in the holodeck, but, like, Data never breaks character. See, he's smiling. He's happy about this. He's got emotions. He's an emotional android. Do you think that they did things to LeVar Burden's eyebrows to make them stand out better behind the visor? (laughs) Or do you think they designed the visor to accentuate his eyebrows? (laughs) (laughs) Questions we may never know the answers to. (laughs) 
<laughs> Do you think there's like some original like concept of the visor? Like, oh man, no, you can't can't see his eyebrows behind that shit. We and it. I mean, that's a problem because then you can't see like half of the emotion. Yeah, that's what superhero films face with their masked characters. Mm-hmm. That's why Spider Man never fucking wears his mask in those films. <laughs> you're right though they'd really do just stick out a puppet or or is there are those like eyebrow merkins like is that just like fake <laughs> eyebrows he's been taped over his <laughs> i gotta admit as a kid i always wanted a visor like yeah <laughs> I, uh, I i just like man jordy's got like the best like and I know, like, canonically, it gives him, like, terrible headaches and is, like, apparently like, incredibly painful for him. But mm-hmm. I'm just trying to put that out there, that if you were a nerdy girl in the 90s, you definitely would wear your headbands like that every once in a while. Nice. <laughs> I, did it with, I did that with my sister's headbands growing up. She, <laughs> I'd, I'd, put, I'd put it on and, like, pull it down over my eyes and just be like, I'm Jordy. I need to overact some more. <laughs> Murder most foul. Oh, someone watched this episode. <laughs> I like twenty years ago. <laughs> oh no, Lavar! Don't do that! Don't do that British accent. That does not work well for you. <laughs> I mean, he does a British accent about as well as I do a British accent, aka not well at all. Oh, but it's kind of adorable how he's trying. Also, that hat. <laughs> I love that hat. <laughs> Dude is such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Sherlock. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Okay, if we're recasting Next Generation, Benedict Cumberbatch as Data. Oh, God, yes. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I, I seem to have struck a nerve in Matt over there. <laughs> I'm not completely sold, to be honest. What's that? I'm not completely sold on it, to be honest. With Benedict Cumberbatch's data? Yeah. Well, who do you think would make a good data? Hmm. Fassbender. Michael Fassbender? Yeah. Big name. I you know Benedict Cumberbatch or actually I would love to see um I can't remember the name of the actor, but Abed from Community. Uh I think he used to be Jordy. Because <laughs> well, he's got that kind of sometimes goofy quality to him. So Data is helping them arrest a woman who murdered her husband because he beat her. Oh, uh, I was thinking about Abed playing Data, not realizing how sad that was. <laughs> Thanks for bringing the mood down. God, Data, by actually paying attention dick. to the episode. episode yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure both of our listeners at home are frustrated with us for not coming to that suit. Ooh, are they going to figure it out? Wait, which one's the independent program? The murder or the kidnapping? Oh, no, they don't realize the computer's broken. They're actually happy that the computer's broken. They should have gotten a manic Irishman to play Moriarty. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight. Yeah. I guess. Maybe. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I get... So I will be honest, though, uh, this episode did actually get me to read Sherlock Holmes as a kid. Like, I'd never really read him before, and then this episode came out, and it's like, oh, well, it seems pretty interesting. I'd never read a whole lot of Sherlock Holmes. I was never really into mystery. Um, there's a lot more, like, 
coke and coke doing in the in the books. <laughs> yeah, what I would have expected. There's tons more drugs. A ten percent solution of cocaine. Yeah. It was that was the day. <laughs> the glorious past. The glorious day of opiates. <laughs> I gotta admit, like, Moriarty knows how to decorate. Mm. Dude, that couch is awesome. I like, I like it's that, a nice ca- that Well, the couch is the like top. three chairs sewn together. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of ugly, to be honest. It's like weirdly lumpy looking. How did they find him so quickly? He wanted to be found. Yeah, he left them a trail. Yeah, but you'd think that he would... I don't know. London's a big place. Even if you have a trail, it might be a little difficult. Mm-hmm. Though they are in a tiny, tiny holodeck. So. Yeah. <laughs> so many questions. They are in a single room. <laughs> so many questions about that. Spatial relations. Yeah. Like. <laughs> like, like, Dr. Plasky is like within like 10 feet of them, presumably, right? Maybe they have like technology in the floor that makes it move like a treadmill. Well, apparently, <laughs> apparently like it, it, it like sort of uses like inertial dampening fields, if I remember correctly, that like prevents people from moving. Hmm. So then, why have a hollow deck? Why not just have like virtual reality helmets? And then virtual reality helmets don't get up and try to kill you. Well, yeah, that's uh, they had the episode where the virtual reality helmets try to kill oh, you. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> also this way you just get to walk in and experience everything i still say though that the holodeck would be like mankind's last invention well with how often it goes awry yeah it's gonna kill everyone gonna kill <laughs> well i was just thinking like if you had a holodeck like why would you do any like everything feels perfectly real like but you know it isn't does that matter <laughs> Blah, 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 I'm evil, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 I know I'm on a starship. thing is, like, even if he knows something... It's like in the Voyager episode, like, they know something's wrong, but they're not like, oh, I'm on a holodeck. Wait, wait, they just realized, I think, that the holodeck is broken. Oh, no! But not the safeties are off. Oh. Gosh. Well, do the safeties ever get turned off in this episode? I believe so. How will we realize the direness of the situation if the safety is not off? Exactly. So could also, you... I couldn't hear what he said, but it, he do, he says something to describe the shape of the Enterprise. That well, no, he drew, draws it and hands it. R- no, no, no. But he, he there's like the, a riddle that he says as he's drawing it, and I didn't hear what he said. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's probably my fault. So could you, as a flesh and blood person, kill another person in the holodeck? Yeah. Well, couldn't, why didn't he just Probably. program? He's trying. Oh, here we go. They just no. told you that. <laughs> Back to the other set, quickly. <laughs> also wait the paper should be a hologram right why is it still there that is a good question actually <laughs> also well, is that a really good picture a, like, <laughs> I, I, I always tried to draw pictures of the enterprise as a kid i could never draw one as good as that you just fucking sit there and spit one out like a but no your question about the paper is absolutely valid i what never realized that is that even like it's like a line drawing, like... Yeah, it's... They it shouldn't have that. It should have just disappeared. No. <laughs> they still have it. Yeah. So, did, like, did the... <laughs> yeah, you... It's on you, Jordy. <laughs> so this is why it took... Uh, Jordy, a couple more seasons to get the lieutenant commander and shit like this. (laughs) 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 The 
computer is very literal. <laughs> the computer is also a dick. <laughs> Worf's like, hey, I'm in this episode now. <laughs> Does Worf get a line, though? Yes, it does. <laughs> what is it? The Jack Daniels. Man, when I was a freshman, I mean, when I was of age in undergrad, <laughs> I would drink these Jack Daniels, uh, like wine cooler things. So I would be like whiskey and i think that one of them was like watermelon spiked it was the most disgustingly sweet thing in the world but it was effective <laughs> sweet but i was talking into my i was talking into my beer bottle instead of my mic there for a second i it's only the first it's episode. only the first episode i'm Ah, yeah! there, we go. there we go our brutality failsafe has been overwritten oh god time for another shot cheers <laughs> cheers to lethal holograms lethal holograms Woo. Oh God! <laughs> Don't forget, guys. We got three more episodes after this. Uh, what have we done? What have our careless Dear God, what have we done? We probably should have picked a shot with maybe only like two liquors in it. Yeah, it's probably a wise choice. But hey, hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean, we could slingshot around the sun. <laughs> go, go back in time like an hour and, and re re pick that, but <laughs> No What? Stop you it. cannot sense computer intelligence. Stop it, Troy. Stop making up powers. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Superman. <laughs> Come on, Troy needed a line. <laughs> Has, has Riker had one yet? Has Worf had one? Yet? I don't think either. No. Or Riker have. <laughs> oh man! So the shake. we got to get one where we take shots at the shake. Oh god, no! Well, I think, I think we won't survive. Even if we don't take a shot, we do have to take a drink. A drink. Whenever yeah. the when ship shake, shake. At the shake. Mm-hmm. Whenever they rock back and forth violently. We know it's second season because we got sexy beard Riker. Uh, and still the zip up front spandex. Yep. <sighs> When, when I was when I was younger, I used to be able to, by the by the end of the opening credits, I mean I would be able to tell you not not even knowing what the episode was, just what season it was from, just based on uniform, ranks, and like facial hair choices. <laughs> <laughs> also, whether or not the opening credits um, logo had the little like three D blue lines coming off the Star Trek mm, logo. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Pulaski. Is having none of this shit. <laughs> She's having tea. Mm-hmm. Oh, they even got cakes and sandwiches. Oh my god, this sounds That's, like the best, the best, the best, ca- the best like, kidnapping ever. Really good. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's gonna come they out of this in love with her captor. Yeah, <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. It's probably the closest thing to like handmade food she's had in a while. I know it's computers, but there's probably a computer that inside there that made it. Computer, make me a food that's better than the, <laughs> the, the, the replicator. In uh, TNG, Moriarty's just like kind of a horn dog the entire time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's totally yeah. all about Pulaski here, and then he's got his countess. Oh, <sighs> yeah. Kind of as a countess. Mm-hmm. I love a countess, my, right? Yeah, I love okay. my countess. <laughs> He just really likes showing the arch off to people. He's like, hey, look what I can do. <laughs> I can Does that get you hot? <laughs> Dr. Pulaski. Did he say Mr. Computer? Yes. It's uh, clearly it a, female a female voice. voice. Way to fall into gender profiles of your time, Moriarty. Well, that's why Moriarty's a villain. <laughs> God. So my question is, if the arch is visible and you're moving away from it, won't you eventually hit the wall? Presumably, unless the arch itself is a hologram. <laughs> so does the arch become a hologram if you get further away from it? By the way, listeners at home, these are the type of drunk questions we'll be asking <laughs> for the rest of the series. Except it will get worse. It will get worse. <laughs> um, 
I fully, I fully <laughs> expect our, our both of our listeners will give up on us. Well, <laughs> David said he's going to listen, so we have at least one. There's one. We have a David out there. <laughs> I'm sure we have enough friends combined to get it. Three people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say six, but three is much more conservative. How much like goodwill it. do we have with our friends though, to make them actually listen to an entire they'll probably episode. They'll probably listen to enough that it gets marked on whatever we put it up on as a lesson. <laughs> we'll be like we'll be like 330,000th on iTunes. <laughs> I'll be like, Mom, just press play and just leave it to go. Yeah, it just listen matter. to it while you sleep, bomb. Just, just do it. <laughs> I gotta say, I do like that. I, I love that brooch, though, that Pulaski's wearing. It's pretty cute. Or is that a cameo? I've never... Uh, cameo has uh, I couldn't face. tell you. Yeah. So, and once again, like his his sketch of the Enterprise is way better than anything <laughs> I could ever draw. I like they labeled it Figure One. Figure One in what? Is this in the book? Is there a Figure Two? No, no. doesn't appear to me. You don't need to label your doodles, Moriarty. <laughs> also, I wish one of us had like a math degree so we could look at that chalkboard and be like, "Oh, this math is nonsense. This has nothing to do with I simulation." Think there's well, there's about to a chance that it's nonsense. God, that cane. Yeah, Worf got a line. He's looking super dapper. <laughs> I, you know, I think Captain Picard, more than, <laughs> more than any... Pop-up hat. I know. I think Captain Picard, more than any other crew member, loves the holodeck. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, look, you can see the... Yeah. He's malfunctioning. And that lady is crying. Yeah. Everything's awry. <laughs> okay, so the holodeck's really big. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's it's probably a good, you know, like 40 feet by 40 feet. Hmm. It's decently sized. Okay, so that's the wall there. I've always thought of it about like the size of like a basketball court. That's what I always thought, but I guess it's a little bigger than that. You could feed the birds for that. <laughs> you should feed, get two bags of, to feed the birds. <laughs> I want to see Patrick Stewart just shank a guy. <laughs> Safety's off. <laughs> what? I well, think you already we, established, we, we established that. Yeah. Tip forward, like I don't know why. We're not doing another shot. Fuck you. <laughs> Wait, do we have to do another shot? No. <laughs> <laughs> not doing nine I shots. I think that Sir Patrick Stewart says we have to do another shot. I agree with Amanda. <laughs> I, I, who, who, who can? Here, I'll pour us. I'll pour us a half shot. This is the problem with having three: is that I can be outvoted. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Matt. Don't you forget it. All right. <laughs> all right. To Sir, to Sir Patrick Stewart, grandfather person. to us all. <sighs> mm. It's a tasty shot, at least. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm a civilized abductor. <laughs> it's got like an oxymoron. So if we're going to... What? <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget, guys, we have to I drink. feel like something happened that we need to drink to. I'm not entirely sure what or why. The ship shake. We had to drink but, for the ship oh, shake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about the weird thing that he had a lever in the holodeck that controlled whether or not the ship would shake. Yes. <laughs> well, it doesn't control the ship shakes. It controls whether or not the camera's pointed at the ship shake. Oh my god, how meta would that be? The, hol- <laughs> the holodeck taking over the actual production of the show. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I, I honestly forget how they get out of this situation in this episode. Oh, I remember trick the him second somehow. Moriarty episode the a lot second better Moriarty than episode. this one. Ship in a bottle, yes. is mm-hmm. much more memorable. Yeah. yeah but this well, one's so much fancier. Everyone's in dapper dress. Everyone is in dapper dress. <laughs> but what are they, what are they doing to the Enterprise with that lever? <laughs> Another drink, ship shake. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. mm. I don't know how I'm going to make it through four episodes. Of this. Uh, these are your rules. That's right. 
Well, I'm nothing. If nothing else, I am consistent with my rules. <laughs> Just remember, you have to fall on your phaser. Fall on my phaser. <laughs> Just remember, in, in the left, future, enunciate. That's right. <laughs> if you're really drunk, but you feel like you're enunciating too much, you can probably enunciate a little more. Maybe <laughs> that's that's the key to good podcasting. I think <laughs> get drunk, enunciate. It's just gonna be sloppy slurring by the time we get to the fourth episode. It'll be very punctual. Picard. Are they gonna trust me, guys? Are they gonna transport him out of there? Is Patrick Stewart a little hot? It's not just you. Also, also, follow up question: Why can't they just transport Pulaski out of there? Stop. Damn it, Chris, you broke Stop. the episode. <laughs> I mean, Patrick Stewart was the... Patrick Stewart broke the episode and he brought that up. Drink for the plot hole? Oh, God. We have to drink for every <laughs> plot hole. We are, we are going to die. Yes, we're sure you'll go on to star in a sitcom with Fran Drescher. <laughs> no, is that... Somebody from Fran Drescher? He he was Niles, the butler in the nanny. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I'll be honest, I could never watch the nanny. That Fran Drescher's voice just grated on me too much. What are you talking about, Chris? I will I will that shiv was- you. <laughs> <laughs> Chris put the broken beer bottle down. <laughs> I promise I, I won't do it Fran again. Fran Drescher and um that lady who played Janice and Friends confused for the longest time. I thought Jan- they're the same person. Oh yeah. Person. Janice. Yep. Yeah. That, that well, 90s trope the, of the nasally Jewish girl. The villain is telling everyone he's a changed man. Uh huh. Way to bring things back on track, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what's he? Burst into song. He wants to be a real boy. He's telling mm-hmm. us about what he wants. He needs to burst into song. He, what, well, what they need from is a mobile holographic emitter that he can put on his shoulder. What? To let him leave the sick bay. I mean, it's like you don't want to let him do that because he's evil. Yeah. <laughs> Last time they let, or next time they let him do that, it goes horribly awry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's you're you're yeah. None none of us do, bro. But I fucking will because uh, I'm Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, holograms of sentience definitely brings out like nihilism issues for me. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, oh man, existence is is existence a hologram? <laughs> Are we at that point in the evening where we wonder if existence itself is a hologram? <laughs> No. We need a so few more is, drinks in this before we get to that so point. There Chris. is that I forget what it's called. Um but it's the idea that you can never be one hundred percent sure of other people as we exist. Yeah. Like you know you yourself because you experience it are existing. Yeah. But you can't be sure about anyone else. Mm-hmm. So Interesting point. I think it's it's more not so much like they take up physical space, mm-hmm. but that they have things going on in their brains. Yeah. You can't prove it. It's true. They're not just projecting onto other people. So, okay. They're going to let him live. Which is a mistake in about 18 episodes. <laughs> so, we will develop some technology to let you leave, bro, because you're totally not evil. <laughs> She's like, bro. Like, bye, Felipe. Um, 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 <laughs> oh, no. I've never heard it referred to as that before. <laughs> God, he looks so fucking dapper. I can't even get over it. Who, Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Yeah, he really does. I wish I could pull off half that dapperness in my day-to-day life. Same here. <sighs> and everyone was like, fuck yes, that hologram is gone. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> what a philosophical quandary we've been left with for this yes. episode. It's almost as if they're asking, what is the measure of a man? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Picard, what are you doing down in engineering? 
You never come down. <laughs> Admonishing Jordy for wasting his time building that fucking ship. Yeah. Jordy, uh, <laughs> we're going to go on the computer and find you a girlfriend right now, okay? <laughs> Jordy, have you ever heard of Federation Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> swipe left, Jordy. Swipe left. Swipe left. <laughs> no, he needs to swipe... W- Swipe right, everyone, so maybe we can find him a match. Oh, I have no idea how Tinder works. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not as sad as I am. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes, sir. I think somebody needs to do like just a mega, mega cut on um, YouTube of people oh, saying yes, Victory sir, with different inflections. A, um, shit, I know this. A, uh, Can you pull this out? Try to remember the model. The, the, model. the class number. It's a Stargaze. Star, great Stargazer is also a model. Is it a? Oh man, I cannot remember. <laughs> Prostitute. Pie man. <laughs> I cannot remember um, the sh- the shit model. Okay, well, that's gonna bug me. Anyway. We're in the credits. We've made it through our first episode, guys. Yay! Hopefully you at home have as well. Uh, anyway, uh, that will do it for us this week on Drunk Trek. Oh, Netflix, no, don't go to the next episode. Um, that will do it for us this week for Drunk Trek. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode from Next Generation. Or if you're on our plane of existence in like five minutes. In five minutes, yes. <laughs> um so we'll be we'll be at warp, uh, drunk factor like two at that point. I think. Should, should we announce what we're going to be doing? Oh next yeah, week? we'll be doing a fistful of datas next week. A fistful of datas, you say? <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally, the name Dirty. of the Star Trek porn parody. <laughs> Just think about it for a second. No, we didn't even think about it. We were there even before you pointed it out. That's okay. So Matt, what did you learn from this week's episode? I've learned that if a psychopathic hologram kidnaps you. It's not necessarily a bad thing. He may be a perfect gentleman and offer you tea. <laughs> That's a fine thing. Chris, what about you? Uh, I <laughs> I learned that the uh, person who created the holodeck was probably a, a psychopath <laughs> for allowing it to so easily be circumvented. <laughs> the safety measures on it. What about you, Amanda? I learned that the Star Trek uniforms did not allow enough coverage for cold nipples. <laughs> 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 well, that's what we've learned this week. Uh, that does it for our show this week. We'll see you next week when we get even drunker here on Drunk Trek. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.